0: Oh my god, oh my god,
3: it's so bad! Well, open the door, <laughs> open the door, <laughs> open the door, but don't let the bugs in. Open the glass door. I'm suffocating. <laughs> open the <that> window, <laughs> open that window, let it
1: out. This is East Side Story, and I'm your host, Chiang Un. Each week, I sit down with an Asian or Asian American artist working in the New York theater scene, and I excavate their life story. How they grew up, how they got their start in theater, as well as projects they've worked on and upcoming work that we should anticipate. So this is a bonus episode for East Side Story, and because we're up here in Connecticut, Salem, Connecticut, yeah. so I have three guests with me. Oh, Let's, like, go... Do you that? starting now? Wait, what? That's How much did we get from before that? I know. All of it. The whole, like, farting we thing? I'm so all Oh, in my there. God.
2: It's fully in there. <laughs> Jamin, that's
3: not... Jamin is so beaming. He's it. so proud. He's not embarrassed at all.
1: So, one of my guests is Kuhu Verma, who was on episode one. Say hi. Hi, there. And then I also have Jamin not the Kumar, Kumar. Yes. Oh,
0: I said it
4: right. Okay, you looked
1: at me. Um, yes, Jamin Nandakumar Kumar something we... Okay. Are you farting again? No.
4: It was oh walking my, God.
0: my room. It happened
4: one time.
1: <laughs> it caught me by surprise. It one it time, but the... it was
4: dangerous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and my third guest is Kimberly Chatterjee. Hi! And we are up here in Salem, Connecticut, doing a workshop on my show, The Golden Threshold. And let's just talk about like how has the process been for all of you? Amazing. I mean, so you don't fun. really have to say it because I'm here.
3: Shit. <laughs> Been um, wonderful.
1: It's
4: been It's been awesome to get away and, and, and all be in the same space. Yeah. Truly 24 hours a day. Yeah. Um Thankfully, we're not wanting to kill each other yet.
3: Yeah. Quite yet. Yet. We're like, what, four, four days in? Yeah, yeah, we have like eight days. Um,
4: <laughs> but it, it just gives us the time to to really focus in on the show and also get to know our community members too, you know, yes. as like the small South Asian That's something I'm so curious
1: about. Like, how big is the South Asian community in New York, um, the theater scene in New York? And do you guys get to work with each other a lot?
3: Well, that's the thing that I find very interesting. I was telling Kuhu yesterday, I don't get to work with a lot of South Asian artists very often other than the occasional reading. Mm -hmm. Um, I mostly do straight plays and I do just for whatever reason, it's been with mostly all white or mostly white castes. So I actually don't know a lot of the South Asian community. I definitely didn't go to school with anyone who is South Asian. So um, this has been very exciting to not only get to know everyone here, who I vaguely actually did know everyone who's here at this reading, Mm -hmm. but to hear everyone else talk about who they know and learn more about the community through their conversations and stories has been very exciting.
1: Mm.
4: (laughs) What about you? Um, similarly so, uh, a lot of what I do is, um, kind of, like, the fun, featured brown person that's, like, you know, taking this revival and making it new.
1: Right. Um, Do you ever feel tokenized in that way? Um... like, we're, like, jumping in...
4: Sometimes, yes, but it, 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 um, yes, but I can't say that I'm wildly upset about it. Elaborate. I don't know, because it does give me the chance to play parts that, like... normally typically that are really good for me that i just like you know have never been on my platter before Mm -hmm. um but recently i have been i think i like got inducted into like the south asian theater community (laughs) and now that people have my name it's been you know it gets passed around and now um i'm seeing a lot more of my wonderful friends out here yeah and kuku
2: most of the things that i do are not south asian like based mm-hmm. or like not south asian stories so but it's weird like the two things that i have done that are like f- a south asian show specifically have like the first one showed me half of the south asian actors that i wanted to know and the other one showed me the other half <laughs> with some overlap and i think like now there's only one or two percent of south asian actors in new york that i don't know yeah but it only took two shows for me to like get all of that like and fish that really really wide net right away that is
1: so crazy that the that community is so small
2: yeah. absolutely i mean it's like small but it's also really fucking big like there's yeah. a lot a lot a lot of us and like i think i mean i've heard a lot of people using the language of you know i'm auditioning for this part and it's like for a specifically indian part so i won't be up against much and that's absolutely oh, incorrect that's <laughs> There are so
3: there's many. There's so many. I get so nervous going in for Indian things. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, there's going to be 1 billion fierce Indian people there.
2: <laughs> totally. I mean, yeah. And I'm still meeting more every single day. But, you know, just the people that I knew, it was like, yeah, it it, it strengthened very, very quickly. And isn't
1: crazy that, like, the, the industry at least thinks that they, they don't exist. Not that they don't exist, mm-hmm. but has the opinion of, like, oh, there's just a few of them. Yeah. And those are the only ones I know. And that's, mm-hmm. that's it.
2: But POC also, you know, say that and use language like that and Mm -hmm. kind of spread that understanding of demographic.
1: How does that affect um, your perception on the way you work in the industry? And how does that affect you as an individual?
3: Well, for me, it's very interesting because I did not grow up culturally Indian. I had some cultural Indian influence because of I grew up in a heavily Indian area and my Indian grandparents passed away. Fairly early on in my life, but when they were around, I had that influence. But like, mm. I never learned the language. I was never exposed to the religion. So like, it actually wasn't shocking to me when I came to New York that I wasn't going in for Indian cultural roles because I was like, right, that's not what I bring to the table in terms of like the stories that I'm telling or like the energy that I bring. Hello. Uh- oh, we're recording something.
1: <laughs> Love you.
3: <laughs> Meet <you>, the <Talana>, other, everyone. <laughs> Um so for at me, camp right now. Yeah, truly at the camp. <laughs> like, yeah, so for me it's been interesting because like it's something that I really want to learn about. But finding a, co- a community that's like, oh, I want to induct you versus like, I need you to have this already. Mm. I have felt when I've gone in for Indian projects, it's for Indian producers and teams, which is dope. But they're not interested in inducting. They're like, I want my people that know mm. this already. Mm. And that has been actually some of the more traumatic audition experiences I've had than a lot of the white rooms I've been in. I'm like, you don't speak this. You don't know this. You've never been to India. You have to go. I'm like, I just came in here to do my 16 bars. <laughs> and
2: now I'm being read for Phil. <laughs> by a room full of brown people. How did this happen? Yeah. Do you, can I speak on that? Yeah. Just a little bit. I don't want to take too much time, but like, yeah. Um, some of the rooms yeah. that... They will outwardly say, like, you're absolutely not Indian enough or authentic enough to be in this show. And they'll start asking you, echoing you, they'll mm-hmm. start asking you questions that are really humiliating. Yeah. Wow. You would never ask someone, like, what their health history is or, like, what genetic makeup they are. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you can't. Do that's that. also
1: illegal. Yeah, like, yeah. absolutely.
2: Illegal. But it feels like, because in Indian rooms, it feels like there's some kind of, like, racial safety that's happening, mm. where it's like, oh, we're all family here just because we're all Indians, which is. Not true. I still, this is a professional space. Right. Still. I don't know okay. you. Yeah. Right. And even though you look like kin, it doesn't mean you, that you are. Right. And so for you to ask me, like, do you speak this language and, like, speak it to me right now and, mm. like, is your mom from this place or that place is so inappropriate. Right. Because mm-hmm.
3: there's also, there's there's small talk. There's there's walking into a room of people that you feel akin to for whatever reason, whether it's, like, age or race or or the state they're from or the school they went to, and you're like, oh, look, we're vibing. We're having a conversation. I've been in those rooms, too. But, and I guess I'll speak specifically to musicals. When I've mm-hmm. gone in for Indian musicals, I have walked out feeling, like, not good enough, not separate from my talent, just as, as a person. Wow.
1: And and you think that is that is because of the room and, and, and the creatives behind the table? I like-
3: think... Th- No, because like I have to take ownership for myself but I think those are the rooms that I walk in being like I know I'm gonna have to answer for something that I already feel insecure about Mm. and that like that sometimes happens in other rooms where people ask me about my background and how do you say your last name and I'm like literally exactly how it's spelled like that kind of stuff (laughs) but I'm like I'm already insecure about my lack of cultural knowledge and I know I'm gonna walk into this room and it's not gonna be like great I'm so happy you're here let's do the work it's gonna be like let's dive into our family thing because mm-hmm. we're kin and it's like yeah. uh I actually can't I already know I can't give
1: you that right how about you Jamin do you think that uh echoing what Kimberly and Kuhu are discussing do you ever feel that and what is your background I um, also realize
4: I'm Indian. half Sri Lankan which also I mean like per, th- there there are no and I'm half white mm-hmm. so like the, my entire South Asian makeup is not Indian actually right. Um and so f- there there the, 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 the is no Sri Lankan Musicals Musical. and stuff out there Everything that I'm going in not for yet. Is, Not yet Not mm-hmm. yet <laughs> Stay tuned um, <laughs> But everything I go in for Is an Indian show And like I kind of have this weird Thing where I feel like I'm Indian Because mm-hmm. I'm expected to Show up and like Know You know Languages And the mm-hmm. geography and, and the history And like I know my general sense As much as People who study his- early mm-hmm. history Or learn history But um, Yeah it, It's just kind of placed a weird uh, split screen in my
1: in my mind about... And that's, that's I think that's yeah. really interesting. Do you ever feel pressured? Like, for example, this process that we're going through. Mm-hmm. I mean, you are playing an Indian character. Do you ever feel like, I'm not Indian, I really shouldn't be playing an Indian character? Do you ever feel that pressure? Do you feel like...
4: I feel pressure for like, oh gosh, I might have to ask how to... Ps- to, or, or look this up to how to like say this, you know. Or if we're doing like a cold read of a new scene, and there's like mm-hmm. you know a word or a phrase or a a, a custom or something that I, sh- you know, looking at me, they think, oh, he should he should be the mm. the reference person in the room for this. Mm. Um, and there have been not 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 in this um room or this space, but there have been other projects that I've been in a part of, that I've been a part of where, you know, creative team members will look to me and say,
1: you become the cultural <laughs> consultant. Say, say, say like, uh, oh,
4: this happened that this time in India, right? And I'm like. I'm not Indian. Right. Um,
1: <laughs> but even even if you are, even if you yeah. are, back to that conversation, yeah. even if you are, I, I'm assuming everybody grew up here in America? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. all for, uh, first, second generation? Second generation. First gen. First gen. No, for the
2: most part, like, I was b- born in India. Right, right. Like, exactly. Yeah.
1: So everybody has a very different background growing up, and yeah. we can't all be held to a certain standard of, like, understanding completely a certain culture like mm-hmm. you are in an, an individual you yeah. are not representative of an entire group of people mm-hmm. right you bring your individual experiences to the room you bring your individual knowledge to the room so you should never be yeah. which is
3: why this has actually been so amazing because Arpita has been so open even back from when we did the thesis or both of our thesis and who mm-hmm. and i did like some song presentations at school like just like so so openly talking about history and movements and people because I literally did not know one thing. Mm -hmm. I did not know one thing. Me neither. So (laughs) all these names, I like write them down. I look them up. There's a book sitting on my bed right now that she talked about. And I was like checking that out Mm -hmm. because I, but it's like, this is the first, I want to say first predominantly South Asian room I've been in where I feel like I don't have to feel stupid for being like, how do I pronounce that? Am I saying that right? You have the permission if, like, to learn. Or if an, act- if I say something wrong, like Mithu was like helping me pronounce a word, she's like, it's actually this. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. This is a group of people who are like trying to, and who knows if it's because there are also like white characters, like I don't. But it also just feels like that's how Arpitha works. She's like, I'm the dramaturg and the director. I want mm-hmm. everyone yeah. to be on the same page yeah. of the history, and it's been so freeing.
2: Can I just say I really admire that about you? Actually, is like I really admire like how willing you are to learn because I, f- I feel like I feel less of a responsibility to learn this stuff, which mm-hmm. I know even less than you probably about. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel less of an urgency and less of a responsibility to learn it. And so I find myself in these rooms where I have this sense of entitlement that
3: like mm-hmm. I'm
2: Indian. I grew up around Indians. I grew up listening to Indian music. Mm-hmm. My entire family, you know, I'd right. like, I go back every year and then I forget to like, learn about my country and like know right. actually anything that's happening politically or has happened
4: outside of your experience outside right. of, outside
2: of like the cultural and mm. the emotional ties that i have right. with it. and it's like i actually don't know this country at all right so i really admire that right. like and it's actually really inspiring you've inspired me a lot in the last couple of days that we've been working on this together to be like yes. why am i not trying harder to like well loosen, a, yeah
3: that also feels very like normal too because how many Americans, like, know the history of America? You know what I mean? Totally. Like, totally. I also, it has to be said, I'm a history nerd. My, mm. my mother, my white mother, is also a history nerd. So, like, I've been, I told them already, but I've been texting her every day with, like, more info about the house, <laughs> sending her pictures. She's been texting me. Mm-hmm. Like, I just love learning that stuff. And the cult that stuff, the cultural stuff, I can't really learn in a book. So, like, I mm-hmm. I can just sort of absorb from, like, how you all talk about it. But that's the stuff I'm like never gonna have mm-hmm. unless I magically reconnect with my family I've never met in India and mm. like go there.
0: Mm. That's Casino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW group prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
3: So that's it. But that's the stuff I like to just sit and listen to. The other day, a bunch of people in here just like talking about actors they know, talking about places in India they've been to. And I was like, this is lovely. But this is this is the stuff that like, I can't
1: quote unquote learn. Because mm-hmm.
3: it's and just since experience. This,
1: and since this is a bonus episode, so we're going to wrap it up really oh, yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah. I, before we leave, I would love to ask uh, each one of you if you can share one thing that you love to take away from or are going to take away from um are currently experiencing just during this time that we're here Mm -hmm. that you would like to share with whoever's listening that has to do with you personally it can be a really Mm -hmm. tiny little thing it can be related to the production it can be related to it really is like whatever experience that you think you'd like to share on tape Mm -hmm. um who would like to go first Jamin. Everybody
0: looked at Jamin.
4: Well, um, I mean, I think it's kind of like, it's kind of what Kimberly was saying about, how, like, we we have the chance here where we literally are all staying next to each other (laughs) in the same house Mm -hmm. that we are able to end rehearsal and go have these conversations. Like, that's the kind of, like, instead of going to the bar with your friends outside of the production, you remain here and you have conversations about the show and you have conversations about, you know, similar cultures yeah. and, and you can learn from them and you can contribute. And I just think it's been super special to also just like build an ensemble. I think it makes the show better. Um, yeah. yeah. Having, yeah. having the after rehearsal time, family dinners, mm-hmm. yeah. the gratitude pot, Yeah, the gratitude pot is something very special here. And it, it, it's a basically we pass throughout the day. If you feel thankful for anything or, you know, truly anything from like the trees outside <laughs> to something very specific that somebody's done. You can write on a little slip of paper anonymously, stick it in the pot. And then during dessert at our family dinners also, which are so cute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we read the slips one by one and it's just a great way to end the day and celebrate. and, and yeah. celebrate and connect. And uh, thank you everyone here at live and in color. Yes.
1: <laughs> Shout out to live and yeah. in,
4: in
3: to color.
1: really anything you want to share?
3: Um, what do I want to share? My brain is melted th- because of allergies, so I literally just <laughs> shut down. She's a true story. I literally looked all like day. an 80-year-old. But still sounded fierce <laughs> and
4: gave us beats. Thank you, so
3: much. Um, so I'll just say whatever comes in my brain. I would say that I am excited to take away, like, I. Don't have to like try. Like I'm not interested in trying to be an impressive personality, to be funny, to be pretty, to be cool, mm-hmm. to be. I'm just like just excited to be for eight more days. Mm-hmm. I feel a lot of pressure in this industry to bring certain sides of myself to certain spaces because that's what's called upon or expected, or or will make you the most successful. Blah blah blah. And something about being out in these woods amongst the coyotes and the mosquitoes and the ticks (laughs) and the ticks and (laughs) the harvest moon. (laughs) I'm excited to just be myself and see what that means.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: I think that I'm really, really thankful for the amount of listening and generosity that I've experienced so far. I think that there's something about, A group of people that are from such different backgrounds, but still all people of color, you know, and looking around and understanding different ways to heal each other without any ego. And especially like what Jamin said, living together and working together at the same time. It's an unsaid contract that we're going to take care of each other through life, through the mornings, through the nights, Mm -hmm. as well as during the rehearsal and having an extraordinary amount of patience that you don't see mm-hmm. a lot of the times it goes beyond professionalism
1: mm-hmm.
2: and veers very, very dangerously and beautifully <sighs> into like the job of humanity.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so I've really enjoyed that. Mm. Queen. a queen.
1: Well said. I love all of you I here. You, Thank you, so. you for doing this podcast. Thank you for doing this bonus episode. Thank you for doing this workshop. I think that both Eric and I have, have been and are still learning so much from each and every one of you. And rehearsals has been incredible. It's like been
3: such a joy. Really invigorating.
1: And yes. Yeah. And we're really thankful.
3: Thanks for writing a thing yeah. that allows us to do this.
1: Thank you. Did you like that episode of Esight Story? If you did, follow us on Instagram at Sight Story Pod and at Chiang Music. Go on to Apple Podcasts, rate us, review us, and don't forget to subscribe. Or if you're a Spotify user, you can also click the follow button. Even better, you can tell someone about the podcast. And the best part, they don't even have to be Asian. Thank you so much for your support, and I'll see you next week.
0: 18 plus.